Good evening and welcome to Wrestling Rewind. I'm your host, Angel Amoroso, and I am joined by my co-host, the Iron Man, Tommy Cairo. Tommy? Hey, what's up, girl? How would you like one of these? Let's go. I love one. I'm ready to give a lot of people one of these, as a matter of fact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So... This week, uh, we are here with another installment of Wrestling Rewind's uh, Arena Results, Arena Reports, Wrestling Archives. Uh, And we are um, picking up where we left off last week and focusing on uh, ECW. We focused on 1992 and a portion of last night. So tonight, we'll be focusing on 1993 and beyond. Yeah. So uh, to get into all this, since, you yeah. know, from what we read last night was yeah. such a wonderful. We were a little uh, pumped up. Yeah. So uh, let's get into all this and see what else we can find. That okay. So we left off uh, at the arena with 650 in attendance on June 19th, which was called Super Summer Sizzler Spectacular. So now we're going to go to the next show. So. What was that date? Let me see that again. June 19th, and now we skip to August 7th. So it's a little time in between. My ECW debut. Okay, good. Here we go. ECW Tag Team Championship Tournament quarterfinals. Ivan and Vladimir, I don't remember Vladimir, fought the Headhunters to a double disqualification. The call-offs advanced in the tournament. ECW champion Don Morocco defeated the Metal Maniac. Well, you know, brother, Jimmy does not go on until he gets something to eat, brother. He'll take two hot dogs. <laughs> All right, Don Rocker defeated Metal Mania. Tag Team Championship Tournament quarterfinals. The Sandman uh, and Salvatore Malomo defeated Richard Michaels. Was I guess it's Christopher Michaels um, and Tony Stetson. Hardcore TV. Stan Hansen defeated ECW TV champion Jimmy Snooker with Eddie Gilbert via DQ. ECW Tag Team Championships, tournament quarterfinals. Eddie Gilbert and the Dark Patriot defeated Tommy Carl and JT Smith via DQ. That fucking JT, I could never depend on him. Did you, did you tag with JT a lot? It seemed like uh, quite a bit. But then the next yeah, thing you know, right? we're working each other the next night. Like, right, right. One night going. you Tagging, and the next night you'd, you'd be against each other. There were so yeah. many six-man combos that you made your head dizzy. Like, what did they wait until they got to the end and notice they had these guys left over and just throw them in a six-man? Crazy. I guess so. so. Um, de- uh, Sam and Balomo defeated Ivan and Vladimir. Eddie Gilbert and Dark Patriot defeated the Super Destroyers. The Headhunters, you remember those guys. Of course. <laughs> Don't forget them. They took up the whole building. <laughs> Yeah, and they had the Abbey boots, remember? Oh, shit. Two of the fattest fucks ever, they right? Could move, so. I mean, yeah, I mean, they could move. No, they weren't. They looked like Abbey, but they were no Abbey. I mean, they could no. work. They could do those moonsaults and flips and, and do things with their bodies that you would never think the, no. the guys of that size could ever do. They were like, no. oh, shit. And who was, was with them was the one and only Vic, Victor Quinones. Oh, Victor, yeah, Victor. All right, so Tommy Caro defeated Damian Stone. M- Miguelito Perez and Mr. Danger defeated Hervé Renesto and Donnie Allen. The Super Destroyers and Salvatore Bolomo fought the Headhunters and Freddy Krueger 
Who was that? Was uh, Doug Gilbert, wasn't it? Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Doug Gilbert. Uh, to a double disqualification. <laughs> he no doesn't. Play. Who's the guy that had the inflatable muscle suit? It was a Lawler, the skinny Lawler. Oh, actually, uh, I helped him make that, yeah, Kevin. Kevin. How do you make that? It's got air in it, right? Uh, no, no. It's. Uh, I'll explain it to you later. Wow. That's yeah, incredible. yeah. Actually, as I made a lot of costumes for ECW and and a lot of like uh, Public Enemies uh, costumes, like hair and everything like that, I did makeup. So uh, you know, I, I did a lot of uh, shirts and different things for people, and I, I did that that suit for if Kevin. I know you can make that. I want to stop. In the, yeah, he wore it in uh, USWA as uh, the yellow jacket. I, wow. I think himself so crazy yeah, yeah. good right. stuff right I, I used to make a lot of stuff that people were like i i i have no idea how you figured out how you to know, do you, you might want to think about doing that now today no i, I already did that i yeah. i don't want to do that. I, I i i can't <laughs> but moving on all right um so we're going for the freddie krueger to wq ecw philadelphia pa arena august 8th 1993 Eddie Gilbert and a Dark Patriot defeated Miguelito Perez and Mitsuhiro Matsunaga. I had him at my house. Uh, Matsunaga and the other guy, they, uh, I was asked to uh, let them meet, meet, come to my house, and then Bully Ray came and picked them up, left his leather jacket, was there for 12 years in my apartment. I fed those guys, gave them soda and everything, and let them watch my UWF stuff. They were looking at me like, I ain't doing that shit. They thought it was a shoot. Wrestlers, these are. UWF was the best. Yeah. I, I loved it. All right. Um, Sammy and Salvatore Bolomo defeated Tony Stetson and Richard Michaels. Tito Santana defeated Vladimir Koloff. Shane Douglas, Jimmy Snuka, and Don Morocco defeated the metal maniac Donnie Allen and Herve Renesta. So obviously they didn't have any better situation for even Snuka and Shane Douglas. All right. Uh, Salvatore Bologna defeated the Wolfman. Ivan and Vladimir Koloff defeated Donnie Allen and Herve Renesta. Uh, the Headhunters defeated the Sandman and J.T. Smith. Super Destroyer 1 defeated Richard Michaels. Why did they split them up? Tony Stetson defeated Salvatore Bologna via the DQ. You know, you asked that, but the reason is because a lot of these results that you're reading, I think, are from TV tapings. What they were building up with a lot of matches all right. in one day, and we were there uh, usually like yeah. all day long in the arena. So when when you read something that it might think be about that because one person is against another, like you yeah. and Jake Smith, it was shown later on TV. Right. So stuff pre-recorded would then be right. shown, and yeah. then it would make sense as it was put into a program. So. How I know that is Snooker came up to me in the locker room at the Chestnut Cabaret and said, brother, can I borrow your singlet? And as serious as dead as stone, I said, Jimmy, I respect you. I'm sorry. I wear a different outfit for every hour. And that's right. my outfit. And I can't have you wearing my shit. My stuff was pretty distinctive. The colors bright. Yeah. It was like Steiner stuff, you know? And, and you don't want his junk in your junk area. Yeah. That's for freaking disgusting. Yeah, if I if I let you use it, then I, I'm out a seventy dollar you know piece. Right, right. All right, um, all right. The tournament finals were Eddie Gilbert and Dark Patriot defeated the Sandman and Salvatore Below. J 
J.T. Smith defeated Ma- Ma- Masahashi Mo- Montegi. Stan Hansen defeated Donnie Allen and Herb Resto in a handicap match, I guess so. Tito Santana defeated ECW champion Don Morocco to win the title. But he didn't have it very long, right? Because I don't remember him. Long enough. All right, here's a big one. Radnor, PA, September 18th. The ECW tag team titles were declared vacant after Eddie Gilbert announced he was quitting the company and retiring. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, the big blowout what happened in the ECW arena in the back, and Doug Gilbert was going to kill these guys. Yeah, well, so, they came back with baseball bats. If if you recall, they were uh, busting up tables and yeah. swinging like like mad uh, around. So yeah, Eddie Gilbert and Doug were were pissed off. So the only thing I can figure out is he made that announcement to handle the booking, maybe. And when he got to the building the next show, he had that fallout out with Paulie and Todd and parted ways. Well, no, I think it's because he was hip to the fact that Paul was was there to come in and take over his job, and he was wise to it. So, you know, that's the way he reacted. And and you know, who's who's going to blame him? Yeah. How would you react if you found out that someone was squirming in to take your? You know. You know what? Oh. And maybe it was about so many other things than that, but sure. that that's what really brought it to its boil. Doug was fit to be tied. He's lucky because he would have freaking destroyed Paul. Anyway, all right. So, Pennsylvania champion, my title, Tony Stetson defeated Tommy Cairo. I broke his nose that night. Oh. And in a tight belly to belly, and his nose hit my shoulder. And you can see it on the tape, him telling Hunter Q, I broke my nose. Ah, poor Tony. <laughs> I, said, I told him, you're better looking now. All right. Give some character. Yes. Good Super Tony. Destroyer, number one, he taught me how to make a blade right. Defeated a Super Destroyer and number two in a mask match. Mask versus mask match. This is about Dark Patriot attacked number one and dropped him with two pile drivers onto a chair. Dark Patriot defeated J.T. Smith in a scaffold match. I remember the scaffold being up when I wrestled Tony. Yes, yes. Very Funk and Stan Hansen defeated Kevin Sullivan, Sullivan and Abdullah the Butcher in via DQ in a no DQ match. How did that happen? When Eddie Gilbert attacked Funk. After the bout, Gilbert took the mic and cut an unplanned promo in which he said he loved Philadelphia and telling the fans to continue to support the promotion. That's pretty big of them. Uh, La Tigra, that's big of them. Won really? a mixed battle royal because he cared about the fans. That's why. Right. Uh, Salvatore Bologna defeated. Wait, oh, hold on. Rewind. What did you just say? Tigra? Yeah, won, go on. Won a battle royal. And that's all it says. Won a battle royal. That's it. <laughs> that's the one you were in? Okay. So here we go again. That's the unknown woman. No, this was a battle royal that yeah. I was in. This was Ultra Clash, nineteen ninety three. Uh, Correct. It doesn't say that. It just says ECW Arena, September eighteenth, one thousand one thirty one. Yes, this was Ultra Clash, nineteen ninety three. Wonder why it doesn't say that. Okay, and the participants in this were, uh, let's see, Donnie Allen. 
uh, I believe J six pack Sully and uh, J let me see. Was I in it? Sherry Martell. Sherry Martell was in it. So it was Kevin. Like a mix it was it was a a mixture of of different manager of uh, peaches, different right. managers, and uh, you know. Uh, like I was there, I, I that's when I was doing a gimmick that I wore all red, white, and blue, and I had blonde hair. I remember. Uh, this was after uh, Super Summer Sizzler. Then I came back shortly after that with a whole different gimmick and a whole different look with blonde hair and all red, white, and blue stuff. And the plan was for me to feud with Sherry Martell. So at this show, it was Ultra Clash in 1993. Um, I, you know, I... I had the uh, the blonde wig on. Right. I had a wig on, and yep. we do remember that. A you few spots. Hunter Q. Robbins actually was in the Battle Royal. Tiger, Hunter Q. Robbins, all those people. Great. So uh, we did uh, several spots. Me and Sherry with uh, Hunter mixed stuff, and I, I wrestled with Donnie Allen around a little bit. And uh, you know, Tiger did win, but then after was the whole angle between uh, there was an angle running uh, before that within all those TV tapings that you right. were reading about with uh, myself and Kevin Lawler having a relationship back at the time, which really? there is video of. And, um, you know, it, he was called Freddie Gilbert at the time. He was built as Eddie Gilbert's uh, little brother. Yep. So, uh, you know, I was supposed to be his girlfriend and uh, she, he was in love with Sherry Martell. So he would come out to the ring and give her roses. And at the time I would come out every time he would go approach her and go, go and like snatch the flowers out of his hand and beat him with it and pull him really? out of the ring by his ear. And we would do promos together. Like this is, this is all uh, on a, a YouTube that shows all the ECW material. So it's actually, it's actually up right now, is but uh, that it, it is, but uh, that is, that's some of the stuff that, that introduced me as, as another character is like an all American, uh, you know, blonde hair and all this stuff. And we did this ultra clash match with a, a lot of promotion and, and promos and everything around it. I, I, you know, cut my own little promo and everything. And, you know, at the end of the match, Sherry turned on me. That was her big turn because we teamed together during the match. And then she turned on me at the end and body slammed me. And, um, you know, but I told her before I went out, I was like, this is not, it's not sewn in right. Because I, the, the hair, I had just put it in. I was like, don't pull me by my hair because it'll come off. So, after she body slams me, first thing she does is pull me up yeah, by yeah. my hair, you know? So the wig comes right off in her hands. And, you know, she she just looked at it, and I looked up at her, and I said, just fucking throw it. And and she threw it, and I was ready to get up, but then Kevin Lawler came in, and, you know, she chased him back. And, so and you guys didn't continue a uh, program? You and... and, and uh, me and Sherry? Sherry, yeah. Sure, yeah. Oh, we did. Actually, yeah, there was an incident... Uh, then see, and, and you'll, maybe you'll get to the show. Maybe they'll, uh, can, if you continue, we'll maybe get to November of yeah. 1993, where I was also, uh, one of the main focuses. Yeah, I'm on October now. 
Okay, so we'll get we'll get to November to see if they also left me out of there since they seem to have left me out of not only Ultra Clash, but you didn't seem to read anything for the Super Summer Sizzlers. I'm sorry, the Fall Fashion Swimwear Showdown, which was okay. Blood Blood Feast '93. Blood Feast is coming up, I think. Yeah, it's okay. right here. So we'll see uh, how yeah. they that short since they just want to advertise that tiger won a battle royal but not get into who the yeah. opponents were in the ring with her yeah, Go, uh, yeah right. really so amazing on that right after the tiger wanted miss battle royal salvatore bolo defeated richard michaels in a strap match ecw champion shane douglas defeated the sandman the headhunters defeated miguelito perez and crash the terminator in a baseball bat match at 838 when crash was pinned with a moonsault after missing his own moonsault. I teamed with him once, Crash. I, I knew Billy really good. So, he was good. NWA, Blood Fest, not Feast. Well, I thought it was Feast, wasn't it? He's, he pronounced it Feast, but... Yeah. Part 1, Philadelphia PA, ECW Arena, October 1st, 1993. You think that's it? It, it is. I did a promo for it. There's oh. a promo for it up on YouTube. I, I mean... 250 people. Jim Crockett was backstage at the show. Ian and Axel Rotten defeated Chad Austin and Todd Shaw. The Rock and Rebel defeated Donnie Allen. Then they got listings for Hardcore TV, the date, and one match. So let me see if I can click on that. If they're going to give me the whole program. I don't think I wish we could play video here on Monty and the Pharaoh. That would really help clear things up because uh all this stuff that I actually did building up to these shows in between where my gimmick was changing like you know if like the wind. So, uh, and they don't seem to be acknowledging it except for like why would they not put opponents for it? Like yeah. oh, oh she just won a battle royal against who a bunch of guys it against only makes them like it makes makes the people running it look stupid they don't care exactly they'd rather hurt somebody right the promotion work they just left sherry martell out of a result just it seems like to injure me in some way it looks like that to me yeah listen i don't know what the fuck this is but it's a weird listing because it's got hardcore TV, 10593, one match. You click on it and nothing happens. So I'll just go through it. Hardcore TV, 10593, says Bloodfest Part 1. So it might just be a compilation of matches. Public Entity defeated Silver Jet and Gino Caruso. Malaya Hosaka defeated Molly McShane. Paul Diamond and Pat Tanaka defeated Ian and Axel Rotten. The Sandman pinned the Metal Maniac. Abdullah Butcher, Terry Funk, and J.T. Smith defeated ECW ECW Tag Team Champions Tony Stetson. That's not right. Smith defeated ECW Champion Snooker. Kevin Sullivan and Don Morocco. When Smith pinned Morocco. There we go. All right, so let me do that one more time. Abdullah Butcher. Terry Funk and J.T. Smith. Wow. Defeated ECW champion Jimmy Snooker, Kevin Sullivan, and Don Morocco when Smith pinned Morocco. Hardcore TV 10-593. Sabu pinned the Tasmaniac. Sabu's debut. ECW tag team champions Tony Stetson and Johnny Hotbody. 
defeated Paul Diamond and Pat Tanaka. The Rock and Rebel pinned Richard Michaels. Kevin Sullivan fought Abdullah the Butcher to a double DQ. Hardcore TV 10593. Terry Funk pinned ECW TV champion Jimmy Snooker in a steel cage match to win the title at around the 15-minute mark by escaping over the top of the cage. Joey Styles and Paul E. Dangerously provided commentary for the bout. Stipulation stated, if Funk failed to win the belt, then he would never again receive a title shot in ECW. So wait a minute. You just went from, like, what, June to October? I this went from, like, this yeah, is, these, no, this, these, these are all over the place. Because like, I remember th- these happening at different points. Yeah, these so what all, is, like. These were all 10. So what's that? Um, October. October. These are all of those. These are under 10, 5, 10, 12, 10, 12. I don't know why they did this. It's, it's so they, then, in other words, they skipped over the entire summertime where uh, this is uh, mostly the shows. I worked a lot of shows in the summertime. So uh, well, you know what I think? you're not showing Blood any Fest. results for this, huh? Bloodfest is in two parts, and it's a compilation of matches over the course of that month on different days. Okay, but Blood Feast 1993 was an actual event. It well, you know it was a NWA. Oh shit! Ultra Clash 93 and all that. Like the Ultra Clash 93 doesn't come up. I don't know. I didn't get there yet, but we're almost there. So that was uh, all ten. Now eleven. Sabu with Paulie Dangerously uh, pinned ECW champion Shane Douglas to win the title. Hardcore TV, 10-19-93. Jimmy Snooker pinned Chad Austin. Kevin Sullivan defeated Abdullah the Butcher in a steel cage. I don't ever remember a cage there. After the Tasmaniac interfered, the public enemy defeated Axel and Ian Rotten and Paul Diamond and Pat Tanaka in a steel cage match. All right, here we go. ECW, Northeast Maryland, October 16, 1993, 250 people. Tommy Cairo defeated Mr. X, Larry Winters. Jason Knight defeated the Canadian Wolfman. J.T. Smith defeated Super Destroyer. Two, number two, the Sandman defeated the Rock and Rebel. Tony Stetson and Johnny Hotbody defeated Ian and Axel Rotten. Jimmy Snooker defeated Nikolai Volkov. Shane Douglas defeated Rock on Rock. Wow. J.T. Smith won a battle royal. Stipulation stated the winner would become ECW Maryland champion. They did the same thing that they did with me with the Pennsylvania champion. Now, as in and over JT was with Todd, how did he? He didn't last as long as even as long as us. I don't think. No, he did, but it, I think he had more personal problems than he did Maybe. stuff in the locker room. And then he got hurt that one time when he made that dive over the top rope and yeah. and that big oh. knot formed on his head, you know, it, it was, it took him a long time to, to re- it recover. Goofy. It was a little it, goofy. A little bit, but you know, he had a good run, uh, in right in the beginning uh, in a, around 93 or so he, he went over to Japan and started doing like the Michael Myers gimmick. And they said he did really great with that. And then he comes back and, and hops over the top rope and gets a big knot on his head. So, yeah. uh, it took it out. It took him out for a while, but then, you know, he made a comeback with, uh, that little Guido and, uh, yeah. you know, those, dudes. yeah, all yeah. those guys. So, you know, he had a good run of it. Good for him. Nice. Kid. Now, all, all, like, this, all this stuff that you're reading, I'm, I'm wondering where 
Uh, they're skipping also in between. Then I, I, I changed from a red, white, and blue gimmick to oh. the, the gimmick that I was in after that in November. Um, I, right before that, I was put with Rock and Rebel, and I managed Rock and Rebel uh, in one match. And, and you mentioned Malaya uh, versus uh, and Malaya Hasaka was there, so I know yeah. it was around this time because that's the only time that Malaya was there. She's not the same as Kamala Kamala Wanalea, is it? No. No, no, it's not at all. Not at all. Um, it, no, no. Malay is a, a wrestler. Yeah. So uh, old school, like she's been wrestling since she was a teenager. So Malaya was only there maybe two or three times. She got one TV match. Uh, then, you know, she was with me in an angle in November 1993, the November to remember, of which they seem to be skipping over. No, but it's, it's coming up. Yeah. You know, she was there. But before I transitioned into doing that, I, I had a match. I was managing Rock and Rebel. But uh, our, our first match in of me having a different appearance, you know, he wrestled the Sandman at a smaller school and he blew his knee out in the middle really? of the match. And, uh, you know, that was it for him for a long time. So then Good it was like, oh, well, here I go, you know. I, I changed my appearance to do something to manage him, and now he's yes. going to be out for at least a year. Yeah, they put you with me, and then I left. <laughs> well, no, well that that came later. Um, after saying, you know, Rebel, right after after Rock and Rebel, it was still like then it was back to you know trying to be a singles character, yeah. you know. A, until then, I transitioned and formed into managing. Uh, Shane Douglas, but we'll get into that. And also uh, Mr. Hughes, right? Yes, mm -hmm. and... but we'll get into that as we, and then we'll see if they leave that out, then I'll just interrupt. And Whatever is left out, we will, I will search and see if there's other info that says otherwise. Yeah, it would be nice to I be thorough. It's an big job to go to that length to keep two people out. And you're you are reading from uh, records that WWE history has yes. in their books, as these are the people that existed, and this is how the events flowed. So, yep. uh, Tiger won a battle royal all by herself. Yeah, exactly. on. <laughs> they were invisible. Right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, ECW Morrisville, PA. What was that Morrisville? What, do you remember? Was it Morrisville? Wow, I re, it yeah, was a high school, school gym. I remember. Uh, I think Tommy Dreamer and um, Tom Brandy won the tag team titles there, and then Tom Brandy walked out because he didn't want to work with Tommy Dreamer. Wow. Yeah. Well, good for him. Man, I, I don't know. Is it in these results? Maybe. I, I know. I drove up there with Todd Gordon and Jimmy Snuka the the entire way. I had a beeper clipped to my nipple. And didn't realize it because it was like, you know, I, I, I was in another dimension. And I got there and it, I didn't know until somebody beat me and it went off. Okay. And, and I was like, oh, there it goes. And Todd turned around and was they, him and Jimmy were hysterical. I unclipped it. And I was like, and I, uh, you know, I, I still got no feeling there. But it, it's, it's, you know, huh. funny stories. <laughs> All right. So Marsville, PA, October 22nd, 1993. Right. Super Destroyer. Number one, defeated Max Thrasher. Donnie Allen and Mr. X Larry Winters defeated the Hell Riders. The Sandman defeated Chris Michaels. Mr. Hughes defeated Johnny Gunn. Jimmy Snooker defeated the Warlord. The Wolfman defeated H.D. Ryder. And the Warlord won a battle royal. Now, that's 
October 22nd. I'm not on it. Fast forward to Tabor Youth Center November 12th. But I don't know. I might have been booked somewhere else. I had, I did take other bookings. I'm not sure that the Warlord was there for very long either. And I'm pretty sure, does it say anything about Jason Knight being on that show? Uh, No. Okay. Moving on. So the next one is the 12th at Tabor Youth. Kevin Sullivan with Woman defeated Keith Shearer. That was my old partner. Tommy Cairo defeated Chris Michaels. Then it goes, that was uh, 11-23-93. And then it goes 11-30, Hardcore TV, 93. Sabu with Paulie Dangerously defeated the Tasmaniac with Tony Rumble. The Sandman, J.T. Smith, and Peaches defeated Johnny Hopkins. Oh, hold up. Now, now that I, I know this, I, yeah, no. This is definitely, yeah. November um, to remember is next. Okay, but they're leaving out what what happened prior with that, and and it's it's specific results. But if they didn't bring up Jason Knight in the last result, like uh, we're not that, the only ones being left out. Yeah, but it's real. Spe- okay, all right. So, let's moving yeah, on because you're right. Eleven thirty. Oh, it was. 16 days later, 17 days later. Because they introduced Jason Knight with a promo and everything for him to come in to be a manager, right? Was he riding on the bike? It, it, it was, it, when, no, no, this was earlier. This was him uh, driving the Porsche at the end of the video, which I was in the car. Okay, he yeah. goes up to people with the, in the locker room with a microphone interviewing them, like giving them, I'm Jason, here's my card, and how do you like my suit, and all that bullshit, you know? Yeah. And I was one of the people that he came up to and approached with his card. And I recall this because this is one of the only times the Warlord was there. So they also cut the introduction of Jason Knight as a manager to ECW? Yeah, yeah. How, well, how cute! How cute! I, I will say that it looks like it might be like a shortened listing because it, this here is like it's very short for. Well, they sure did select who they uh, picked yeah. with, didn't they? All right, now this really pissed me off. I make the first contact with a possible, you know, crossover. Me going to UWF. Well, I guess they took it like, oh, okay. So what we do here is not shoot. What you're doing over there is a shoot. Okay, we'll put you in a shoot match with Kevin Sullivan, and he'll hit you in the head with the bell and beat you in two minutes and fifteen seconds. How fucking stupid! You know, that I don't, makes no sense. Short Maybe. night for me. Well, I told Kevin so another one time after I said, "Why did you fucking say something?" Because let's think about it. Kevin didn't say to stay that long. He was gone like pretty early too. Right. Wasn't very long. Nope. All right. So, Public Enemy. This is the uh, Hardcore TV 11 The Sandman fought Jim Neidhart to a double DQ at 6.07. Public Enemy defeated Patanaka and Paul Diamond at 16.40 in a South Philly Hood match. Kevin Sullivan pinned Tommy Cairo in a shoot match at 2 minutes and 15 seconds. You know, funny, funny stuff about uh, Jim Neidhart. That was like the first time he... It came to ECW, and uh, me and Jason pulled up on the on the Travelodge parking lot in you know in his broken down little Porsche. Right. And, and I hear I get out of the car and I hear, "Hey sister, hey, hey sister," and I look up and it's Jim Nightheart in a van, right. right? So I, he was like, "Yo, yo, come here," 
and I go into the van and, you know, he's, he's doing some gimmick and we sat there and talked for a while. And oddly, uh, a knock on the door about 20 minutes later, because we, I thought I was going to be trapped in there all day because he just kept talking and smoking, you know, yeah. um, uh, you know, it was Paul knocked on the door and was like, uh, are you, are you done with him? As if I was in there doing yeah. something with him, you know, I, we were just hanging out, but uh, yeah, I recall that of Jim Neidhart and also Pat Tanaka. Wow. Oh. He, that, that boy tore through the hood when he was yeah. in and made sure that, you know, uh, everyone had their equal amount yeah. of crack that he they goes, needed to get Tonight. Did, you, did you go in there and get a spoon? I don't know. You go oh. get it if you want. Right, right. He, he always sending other people to get yeah. his crack for him. I'm, like, I'm not no young fucking kid here, bro. So <laughs> he came to have a lot of respect, except that he came to the Tropicana when I was working there. And so he walks in one day and he goes, yeah, I'll be back. I'm going down to legal. I go, what happened? He goes, oh, yeah, I had all that camera gear stolen. You have nothing stolen. Came to my job, fake that he got stuff stolen, but that was Patanaka, you know. So, like, yeah. then he had that cancer <laughs> gimmick, telling everybody he was dying. Oh my god! Oh, so oh Patrick is is trip. quite a character. He is a character, man. <laughs> you know, he uh, actually after one of these shows, we were at the bar. It's uh, we we went back all we go back to the Marriott at the airport uh, in Philadelphia after the shows still back then. And um, Sabu and a bunch of people were there and uh, we were all sitting around. I'm sitting with Jason and my, uh, my ex-boyfriend Tom Robinson comes over to the table and, you know, him and Jason, I guess were arguing previous to Jason sitting down and Tom reached across and you know, punched Jason in the face and oh. Jason just sat there and took off his tie real slow. And he was like, okay, come on, motherfucker. We're going to do this. And he pulled him by his hair really? and pulled him onto the dance floor. And, you know, Sabu was, it was like, he, he looked at me and he said, don't get involved in this. So what do I do? Yeah. I jumped on top of him and I'm, I, I, I like I said, I, I swung a bottle. I was drunk. I, I was swinging. So you were swinging it at your ex-boyfriend? At my ex-boyfriend. Because when he reached across to hit Jason, he hit me in the face. So, I, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I took it the wrong way. So I got involved in the fight. Um, that Amy Lee ended up pulling me off and popping my tits out of my top. And people were taking pictures. It was like the biggest scene. But it, within the mix of everything, uh, Patrick, Pat Tanaka, was the first one to jump on top of me so that, you know, nothing would happen to me. Right. And Ke Kevin Sullivan, I heard Kevin Sullivan screaming. I was I got, I had hair in my hands and I was pulling, you know, and like, like you won't believe I thought it was Tom. So, and I hear Kevin Sullivan saying, no, you're hitting Patrick. You're pulling Patrick's hair. And I was like, and I looked down and it was Pat Tanaka. I had, I had a glop of hair in my hands from Patrick's head and I, one of his tooth, one of his teeth. Yeah, he knew I, it was you, so he didn't do it yeah, because like I didn't know who it was grabbing me because I was just swinging blindly, being drunk. But uh, you know, you know, I, he was like, Kevin's like, you knocked Patrick's tooth loose, you know. And I had no idea who was around or, or what was happening, but uh, I, I do cool. remember wild times. Like yeah. I'm, 
I'm surprised that they're leaving uh, people like like Jason out of of yeah. this because well, we'll he, see. We got to hear about him soon. Yes, but because cousin Luke, <laughs> he loved Patrick, and you know we got along famously, me and Patrick, and he. I was like in this like depression. He came and saw my house that I had just bought. He goes, bro, what the fuck are you depressed about? Because look at this yard. He got a pool. I'm like, you're right. You know, he had a, a good way of when he was in his right mind, putting things into perspective and saying good things to motivate you. We had a great time together. We always did. I love that guy. He could turn always. negatives into positives very yeah. easily. Yeah. I think he, he loved it. He goes, I remember the time I asked you to get the spoon. And we're like, fuck no, I'm not getting the spoon. He's like, I gained an instant, you know, respect for you. That was on a bus trip. Everybody had Coke in their hands. Kevin was there. Um, of course. Who, oh, Nancy was there. And like, Kevin had a, a rock. And maybe at the time she didn't want him to do it. So he had his hand. And he goes, like this to her. Whatever. <laughs> Like any of us listened at that time, yeah. everyone was doing their own thing. Yeah, we were doing the brown heroin, you know. And yeah, right. And according to Nancy, we were. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we weren't to clear that up, but that—that's yeah, we we that's a joke for a later time that we'll yeah, tell. We weren't worried about correcting them either. So what? No, no, because who cares? Yeah. All right. <laughs> moving on. Yes. All right. So, um, the end of that. Uh, Peaches, Peter, Johnny, Hot Butter, Tony says, and we did that. All right, so now we go to November to remember. All right. In the arena. We have here. 1492 sellout, November 13th, 1993. <laughs> oh. Salvatore Belomo defeated the Rockin' Rebel via forfeit in a chair match. Hardcore TV, says they're doing this again. This is fucked up. 11-16-93. So how do you go from... 11.13. They're just throwing a bunch of stuff on one DVD, I guess. Um, yeah, these are not results from all the same show because there's yeah. no way that you're reading from, like, it, this is... No, it's not... It all can't right. be... <laughs> so we'll, we'll muddle through it anyway. Okay. Uh, Sammy and Fort Jim Neidhart to a double DQ in 607. Public Enemy defeated Pat Tanaka and Paul Diamond at 1640. I like when they were at the Orient Express. Um, yeah, AWA, good stuff. In a South Philly hood match. Uh, Kevin Sullivan pinned Tommy Kyle in the fucking shoot match. Now we go to ECW Tag Team Champions on 11-16-93. Johnny Hotbody and Tony Stetson defeated Ian and Axel at 6-11. Hardcore TV, 11-16-93. Tommy Dreamer and Johnny Gunn defeated ECW Tag Team Champions. Tony Stetson and Johnny Hotbody. Yeah, there the you go. Titles at the nine-second mark following a double pinfall. The Tasmaniac pinned ECW Tag Team Champion Tommy Dreamer at seven minutes. Mr. Hughes pinned Johnny Gunn at 9.40. ECW Heavyweight Champion Sabu and Road Warrior Hawk defeated ECW TV Champion Terry Funk and King Kong Bundy. Bundy. Mystery partner he was. At 12 minutes when Sabu pinned Funk after Bundy turned on Funk. Both Sabu and Funk's belts are at stake in the match. I'm not in that, that one either. Now, I don't remember this. Oh, Essex, Maryland, maybe. 
Kenwood High School, November 14th, 1993. Watsumi the Rising Sun, Chad Austin, and Joe Collins defeated the American Ninja, Johnny Paradise, and the Comet. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Where's November 13th? Um, I remember. So, it starts out, November to remember, the heading, Philadelphia PA, ECW Arena, November 15th. They only mention the one match, and then they go Hardcore TV, 11-16. Then they go um, to 11-16 still. Hardcore TV, 11-16. That's the time of Dreamer King on Monday. All right, now we go. So, who knows? No, no. I mean, uh, because what we're doing is uh, by just skipping over this is a very important part of my history. Again, November to remember 1993 was uh, another uh, like I was in Fangora magazine over this event that took place in, in, in an event. Where Sherry Bartell and now is on YouTube that you can see it now because it was just uh, put up within the past six months with a lot of other stuff I've been talking about on this show. So you can see it now. Um, And it was an event where Sherry Martell uh, had a fit. She was supposed to wrestle Medusa Michelli at the time. And, uh, you know, Medusa had got signed with the WWF, WWE now. So, uh, you know, they were trying to get their angles and Malaya Hosaka was (laughs) there. So she, uh, during uh, a match with her, or or just like an, it wasn't a match. It was more like a interview gone wrong. And one right after the other, uh, Malaya ran in and Peaches ran in and uh, Nancy Benoit ran in. And then when Nancy ran in, I ran in. And got in front of Nancy so Nancy won't get hit. And Na- uh, Sherry Martell hit me with the chair. And this was November to remember. This was November to remember, 1993. And you can see, uh, we're going to have to get this information. Here's what and we're going to do. I'll pictures together. And, and even the promos from the time are up on YouTube now. Uh, November to remember, 1993. I did a promo with uh, the result of what... It was done to my face with a chair. Um, I bled like probably no other person bled there to that time. No women had bled at that point. And this was another thing that I was being asked to do that no no women were doing. You know, no no women were bleeding. Maybe in Japan once in a while, but not all the time. And um, I... Kevin Sullivan, Kevin Sullivan made my blade for me, and you know, explained that you know this is this is going to be groundbreaking and one of the most important things you do, and 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 I did that, and was probably at the time one of the most talked about events that happened sure. at that event, um, and now doesn't, doesn't seem like it. Yeah, but keep it was written as. Let me point this out to you, all right? This November to remember, 93, that you're recalling, they only sell out 1,400 people. They only give you Salvatore Bologna defeated the Rock and Rebel via forfeit in a chair match. Then they immediately go to 11-16. So is that, 
more coverage of the same, so we may still get to it. Let's see. Oh, let's I got a see. funny feeling. And then what I'm going to do, depending if we get all through this and we see we've been left out, I'm going to find another source and we're going to cross-reference and see what's missing. What we'll do is we'll get to a certain point of this and we'll see exactly how much I'm left out. And then we're going to go back over the story and I'll give a nice pictorial of yeah. uh, my events and as for yours so that then people will uh, remember how we fit into yeah. the ECW, NWA Eastern Championship yeah. Wrestling. I right want to comment on what they did to me when I came back from Japan with that shoot match crap. That's what I'm going to comment on. Alright, so here we go. Alright, I got to Hotline Stetson, uh, Hardcore TV, Tommy Dreamer, and Johnny Gunn. We did that. Mr. Hughes pinned Johnny Gunn at 940. So this is a taping. Mr. Hughes pinned Johnny Gunn. Uh, ECW Heavyweight Champion Sabu and Road Warrior Hawk defeated ECW TV Champion Terry Funk and King Kong Bundy. We, we did that. All right, we're at Essex, Maryland, November 14th, 1993. Watsumi, The Rising Sun, Chad Austin, Joe Collins defeated American Ninja, Johnny Paradise, and the Comet in an elimination match. Austin was the sole survivor. Pat Patterson Jr. What? defeated Colossal Kong. Do you have any idea? I don't remember that. Uh, ECW champion Sabu pinned the Tasmaniac. ASWA champion Hack Myers pinned Trent Young. Mike Corey, Joe Thunder, Tommy Dreamer, and Max Moon, Patrick, uh, Paul Diamond, defeated Dwayne Gill, Max Thrasher, Tommy Lee Manson, and Bobby Starr. In an elimination match, oh, don't forget, this is Maryland. Corey was the sole survivor due to a pre-match stipulation. Corey won the MEWF tag, a mid-Atlantic title. Okay, explain. So mixed in with the local. Dark Dog pinned Kevin Sullivan. Ian and Axel Rotten defeated Tony Stetson and Johnny Hotbody. Southern Destruction and Rich Myers and Jimmy Gennetti in a Texas death match to win the ASWA MEWF tag title. Johnny Gunn pinned Greg Valentine. Wow. Lucifer the Knight of the Road pinned Morgus the Maniac to win the MEWF title in a no-DQ match. Jake Roberts pinned Mr. Hughes. I wasn't there either. You weren't there either. So this is interesting. We were up to 1,400 people right in the arena. This is Philadelphia PA, ECW Arena, December 4th, 1993, 600. That's less than half. Um, again, it's got this weird listing. Hardcore TV, 12793, JT Smith defeated Johnny Hoppon. Hardcore TV, 127, same day, 93. Kevin Sullivan with Woman and a Tasmaniac defeated Ian and Axel Rotten. Do. To pre-match stipulations, Sullivan and Tasmaniac earned an ECW tag team title shot. Hardcore TV, we jumped to 12-14 now, 93. Mr. Hughes defeated Mike Norman. The Lumberjack pinned Donnie Allen. Now we go to the same day, the 14th. Kevin Sullivan with Woman and the Tasmaniac defeated ECW tag team champions Tommy Dreamer and Shaden Douglas, substituting for Johnny Gunn. There you go. He left. You were right. Oh, yeah. I, 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 
I remember things. I'm not just making things up. I would never <laughs> argue anybody that didn't like Tommy Dreamer. Right, right. We can't stand them. Mm-hmm. We dislike him immensely. I, I, immensely. <laughs> 22 years old, got to wear a T-shirt. Within a year, less than a year, he's had a T-shirt on. Unbelievable. Fat, fat, chubby little bastard. Lots of estrogen. Yeah. They, they say that the, those gay people, they like those soft little boys. <laughs> You know, he used to make jokes in the locker room and actually put bras on and, and shove them and, and be like, oh, we have the two biggest sets of tits in the locker room and say stuff like that to me. Like, and then, like, you know, show me that he had cellulite on his thighs and say, don't feel bad and stuff like that. Like, fucking idiot. weird shit. But, you know, take a look at your wife next to you now and, and yeah. look who's laughing. <laughs> Very socially inept. <laughs> right, right. Take them out of a locker room. When you're inept in the locker room, you got no chance out on a regular street. You just don't. You can't mix with regular people. I don't know. Um, people seem to like to give him a job. So good for him. Yeah. Right on, Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like to know what he's doing for his jobs. Yeah. All right. So, um, Hardcore TV, Kevin Sullivan with Woman. We did that. Uh, Tom, they defeated Tag Team Champions Tommy Dreamer and Shane Douglas, substituting for Johnny Gunn. And said to be stranded in Puerto Rico to win the titles when Tasmaniac pinned Dreamer after Douglas hit Dreamer with a steel chain. Hardcore TV 12-14, that's the same day, same day, uh, Salvatore Belomo pinned Donnie Allen. Then we skip to Hardcore TV 12-21-93. Shane Douglas defeated Tommy Dreamer via DQ. When after Douglas hit Dreamer with a steel chain after the referee was knocked down. He put the chain on Dreamer's hand. Moments later, the referee came to, saw the weapon, and stopped the match. Uh, something that Storm and Norman and Mike V. You know who that is? Mike V. That's Alex's old partner, that big, thick kid. He made the belts for ECW. Mike Bartanian, you don't remember him? Somewhat. He disappeared. I've, He's a, he he can't come out of the house. And once yeah, outside, he did, yeah, he didn't disappear. He's just in, in his house. Yeah, yeah. Nice kid too. Really nice guy. Um, hold on. I guess you would call it disappearing if if someone yeah. stays in the house and it's it's agoraphobia. It's a crippling yeah. condition. Because some people they they may not even know he could have died. If you don't see him, how do you know? Yeah, no, but it's no joke. You know, the no. Griffiths are much more comfortable than knowing so. <laughs> I had the belt that he made for a promoter that I was working for. They went ahead and did things he shouldn't have done, ran two shows, ran out of business, couldn't pay me, and gave me the belt as payment. Well, good. Well, at least you got something out of it. Yeah. Um, a lot of these dates are now, we, what are we, up to December? We are now at 1221, all right? So, all right. That was Mike B defeated ECW uh, the Tasmanian and Kevin Sullivan. The Lumberjack defeated Mr. X. Hardcore TV 12-21-93. The Salmon, J.T. Smith, and Salvatore Belomo fought Terry Funk, Axel, and Ian Rotten to a no contest. Now, we're going to... Yeah, how is 1,400 is sold out and now 800 sold out in the same building? Yeah, it was a, like a lot of the, the crowds were different back then. Like sometimes people would show up, and then other times they wouldn't. I remember personally, 
you know, them putting me out on, on the street, on Second Street, to go to all the bars and give out comps just to show up at the TV tapings because right. people weren't showing up, even though it was free. And yeah. it, you know, it, it, somehow people had to lure them in. I would go in my red, white, and blue stuff and go to all the bars on Second Street and give out tickets and say, you know, come see live pro wrestling down the street in Viking Hall. And, you know, I, I did that for, for uh, you know, a while in that costume and those heels up and down Second Street with all the Irish guys bothering me. But, uh, you know, sometimes I, free, people in the building. I did. Sometimes free doesn't translate real quick guys working in a big department store in new york city he gets these fine imported silk scars for women he puts them on display in a glass case you know whatever the price was you know 75 dollars didn't sell no i'm sorry he got them for a good price and he put them up for sale like two for 25 bucks didn't sell any he waited two weeks took the whole display down redid it put them back up and put Imported silk scarves, exclusive here at Macy's, seventy-five dollars. Sold every one of them. Yeah, it, it's all—it's all in how you advertise stuff. Sometimes, yeah, people. I guess it's it. all in how you put it out there. Yeah, they may—they may think that it's free. That means you know it's less than. All right, so this is going to be the absolute last show in '93, December twenty-sixth, eight hundred sellout. Chad Austin defeated Pitbull Spike. What? Oh, they finally got to the Pitbulls. They put Chad Austin over on me. Okay, Pitbull Spike. And this is because this is when Gary Wolf first came in, and he was called Pitbull Spike. And, and then later, you know, Jason was his manager. This is when Gary first came in. Uh, pretty he sure came this came in without Anthony? Anthony was in Germany at the time. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, came in later. Remember that? What's Mad, that? Mad Bull Buster. That's oh. Thing. Anthony, Anthony, yeah. Germany. Mad Bull Buster. Yeah, Anthony first. did a did a, a big uh, a big tour there. So Gary came in first, and then Anthony then followed a, a little bit after. I think this might have been when Chad Austin got jumped by uh, the entire building. Really? Full of guys. Yeah. See, I I was on these shows. I, I'm I'm not sure how they're leaving me out, but um, you know. Okay. Did you see what I did to Chad Austin? Uh, if I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I probably did, but you would like to tell it. Go on. Well, I liked Chad, but I didn't like what they were doing to me, and he wasn't getting out of there, uh, pinning me unless it was a fuck finish, feet on the ropes. I missed something, but I'm gonna throw him around for 10 minutes or eight minutes, not give him nothing, and then when I get pinned, it's gonna, you're gonna see that I don't give a shit because you didn't care. So I don't care. I walked out like I could care less because I knew I could kill him. Well, Chad does that retro rewind thing or whatever. He talks about that. He goes, when they told me they were putting me over on Cairo, he goes, Cairo's going to fucking kill me. He goes, and I, I didn't hurt him, but, man, I gave him a good beating. Right. Well, and then he knew he, he kind of deserved it a little bit. Yeah, because he said it himself. Cairo's one of the main guys. What are they doing? They're going to put me on a chopping block. <laughs> Well, right, it, we, lucky he was even on. Yeah. But uh, all right, for our last show, uh, we did that Kenwood to the end, right? Elusive for the night of the road, night of the road, pin Morgan's the maniac. We did that. All right, so here we go. ECW, Philadelphia, PA, ECW Arena, December 4th, 1993. It's not the last one. 600 people. 
uh, Hardcore TV 12-7. We did that, right? Dreamer and Shane Douglas 12-3. Yeah, we did. I'm sorry. Um, here's the 800 sellout last show. December 26th, the day after Christmas. Chad Austin defeated Pitbull Spike. Mike Austin, he was there then, defeated Randy Starr. I, I just want to say this uh, because I specifically remember this show. And uh, after it was November to remember, I was up at the studio with Jason Knight. Um, and, and we, he was filming some promos and I was helping Paul with some stuff in the was studio. Did a lot. No, it this it was just when when it was at in media here okay. in Pennsylvania. So uh, I was helping Paul with some stuff here, and um, you know, I, I specifically remember around this time was uh, when I, I suggested to him that maybe every show should be a title show, and maybe since you had November to remember, maybe December should be December to dismember. And he was like, oh. We could then we could never put something like that on TV. Just just shut up, you know. Like like not even to, like acting like he didn't even take my suggestion for Did it. Did they use that? You know, like, so many shows called December to Dismember. I want to blow my brains out. Yeah. It's like it's, it's amazing. But I yeah I was told that I was stupid for coming up with that. So you know, look at where it went. In that post that I can't find, I said he was nothing but a goofball photographer who did nothing but rip off another company, why people make him sound like he's successful. He ran the company into the business, and then he paraded around on on TV, everybody knowing he was making a bunch of money, and he has all these people that he didn't pay. And they're like, well, you know, that's Paul. You're a fucking asshole. Yeah. Who said that? Um, what's her name? Francine. Yeah. Like, she uh, uh, rich. Like, she couldn't use it? Come on. I've right. been at, at his house so freaking fast. And I know that's why I never made a pay-per-view. We got rid of it before that. Because he knew if somehow something happened and he, he was not short and mid, I'm not going home without all my money. There's a lot of guys like, like Paul Orndorff holding knives to people's guts, yeah. you know, like we heard the other day. So there's certain people that you can fuck with and certain people that you can't. Absolutely. So uh, let's get through this uh, last one so that we can wrap it up. And and, uh, I freaking lost you know what? Actually, let's wrap it up and we'll pick up where we left off next week okay. uh, with our uh, part three of the uh, history of ECW 1994. Yeah. So uh, join us back uh, next week for uh, what is this? Uh, now we're calling it uh, Arena Reports and Arena Results from ECW. Arena Reality. Yes, that? we'll give you a little reality in what was uh, put in as results that we don't recognize, but uh, we're going to fill you in on uh, what they should look like. Uh, so join us back next week and every Sunday at 7 here on Monty and the Pharaohs show on YouTube on Wrestling Rewind. Uh, and for my co-host, the Iron Man, Tommy Cairo. And if anybody has anything to say, they're going to get one of these. <laughs> yes, myself, Angel Amoroso. Have a nice night and a nice life. Good night.